You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Haggadah begins. Halach <laughs> So there's a lot written on, on that, uh, on, on this first paragraph. Halach I have it in front of you. Halach The Achalo of Asad of Arad of Instram, called Dichman Yesav Yechel, called Disrach Yesav Yitzach. I think that's the order. I, I wrote it by heart, but it sounds sounds correct. <clears throat> so there's a lot written on on every part of this, and we're going to discuss it for a few minutes now. Ha! I was just thinking on the way here. The word ha is mentioned one time in the Torah. There's one time in the Torah where the word ha, hey Aleph, is used. Anybody know where? One place in the Torah. Hey Aleph. I said, we probably would have to look at that place to try to get a sense of what it is that's happening here. So where's the one place? <clears throat> so Yosef, when he tells the people of Mitzrayim that he's gonna give, he's gonna, he's gonna give them, <laughs> he's gonna give them seeds so that they can plant, he says, Heilochem Zera. Heilochem Zera. This is what I was, I was thinking about. So, I remember we talked about that um, maybe a year or two ago in Hashkamashir, yeah. right? And we said that the word, the letter hey, and the word hey, and in this passage specifically shows us that it always means the present moment. <clears throat> we want to discuss um, the future. We use the word yud, the letter yud. You know, it will be built, right? When you want, want to talk about the future, we always used the letter Yud. As a matter of fact, the Gemara tells us Olam Hazra is Nivra Behei and Olam Haba is Nivra Beyud. Olam Haba is, 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 is the Bederach Machshava, it's the future, right? But the He represents the present moment. So I, I was just thinking that as we begin the Haggadah, we know that one of the charges that we have is Chayv Adam, Liros Atzmo, Kiruhu Atzmo, Yotza. Right, all the haros is atzma, kilu atzma, atar. The Rambam adds the lashon atar. Yotzim Yisrael. That there has to be a a present moment feeling at the time of the Haggadah. So the first word in which we start the Haggadah is right now. This is not about something that took place years back. It's not about something that's going to take place. It's not about some future event. It's about us re-experiencing what it is that Yisrael Yisrael is supposed to um, mean, what it's supposed to what it's supposed to uh, mean to us, and what it mean what it meant to them. And we're supposed to bridge that gap by putting ourselves in, you know, in Mitzrayim and then feeling and experiencing the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So we begin the Haggadah with that word, hey, which represents the present moment. Hey, Lochem Zera, right now, the present moment. Olam So, there is a lot written, as you know, on why this first paragraph is written in Aramaic. Halach ma'anya de'echal v'sanav ar'adim Mitzrayim called Dichven Yesev Yechol. The Abrabanel has a long arichus. Who, every, everybody and 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 their uncle has another reason why it's written in Aramaic. The most partial reason, of course. What's the most? What's the most simple reason? Because that's the language they understood. Of course, the whole Haggadah is in is in Lashon Kodesh. It's just this first sentence that's in Aramaic. But you know, but but still, it's something that the, the people understood, and therefore, when it was written, they were written. So they wrote in Aramaic so that the Olam should be able to understand. Also called Dichven Yesev Yechol. Everybody asks the same question. It's not the right time to be inviting people. The right time to be inviting people is in shul or maybe put it something on teenex shuls. You know, put, put the kol kori out that you have room at your seder table. I mean, there's no one, as far as I remember in my life, that because we said called Dichven Yesev Yechol, there were knocks on the door. And uh, they started to, you know... <laughs> Blew the whistle and twenty people showed up. It's not what else. So what's the kol dichven yesev yechol being said right now at the seder? Kol dichven yesev yechol. It's also also interesting that the halach ma'anya of course refers to what to the matzah, right? Halach ma'anya that our fathers ate in Mitzrayim. The truth is that we're really celebrating the matzah that we ate when we were left Mitzrayim, not not the matzah we ate when we were in Mitzrayim. So the whole par- the whole the whole first paragraph is a little bit funny. So there's different drachim. Let's 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 learn a new derech. There is a sefer called the Masei Hashem. Masei Hashem was written by a by a gadol. It was known as Rabbi Lazar Ashkenazi, Rabbi Lazar Harofe. <coughs> and uh, he, he asked this question, as you'll see inside. 
First of all, why does he mention it in Lashon Arami? The Gamnevar, it's clear, if you look at the Rambam, and you look at the Nuschoi Haagadah, the Nuschos of the different Haagadahs, it's clear that during the time of the Beis Hamidosh, they did not have this. Right? The Rambam writes that they didn't say this, this Lashon, this parak, this paragraph during the time of the Beis Hamidosh. So why, why is it being added later? I guess the, the Beis Hamidosh, and so they spoke Lashon Kodesh. It was only when they were, you know, when they were exiled, so then they didn't, they, had, they picked up a new language, they had to say it in a new language. We're gonna, it's gonna say something much, much deeper. Much deeper. Before we answer that question, before we answer that question, why it's written in Aramaic, why we didn't say the, the paragraph, and what it means, what it means, at, at, at the Seder. Wasn't that written by Shemi either? Huh? Wasn't oh, so that's that where we, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. It says something very, very, uh, tremendous. It says as follows. V'nomar, ki enachol nomar v'perekzeh hu ka'asher golu v'bayusheni chag pesach rishon sh'ayusham b'lel pesach. Ratzel l'kaimis v'asipur, he says, the first time, listen to this, the first time they said this paragraph is when <clears throat> they went into Golos, the Bayusheni, and they had that first Pesach to celebrate, right? It was Chorben Bayis. <clears throat> Chorben Bayis Rishon. It was after a Chorben, right? And they had to celebrate that first Pesach. They had to be the mitzvahs. And they're sitting there in Golos, away from Eretz Yisrael, away from the Beis Hamidrash, away from the Korban Pesach, away from the Kohen Gadol. And they basically have nothing. And they start to mourn. They start to wail. And they say as follows, Halachma Anya, can we really, it's almost like a question, can we really sit down to a meal that's supposed to represent cheros, that's supposed to represent um, freedom? I mean, we're slaves. We're, we're now slaves. So the, so the Masih Hashem explains that the Lushan means as follows, Halachma Anya, this is not the, the bread that we're eating now, this matzah is not the matzah that the Jews ate when they left Mitzrayim. This is the matzah of Avdus. We're sitting now in a state of Avdus. This is the bread that the Jews ate when they were in Mitzrayim. That's the first, the first time they're in Golos and they start the, their Haggadah starts with Halach We're sitting as Avadim here. How are we supposed to celebrate Pesach in Golos? Is it really possible to celebrate Pesach in Golos when we're Mamash Avadim? When you're Ben Chorin, you can imagine what it's like to be an Evid. But now when you're an Evid, you have to try to imagine what it's like to be a Ben Chorin. It's a dream. When you're Ben Chorin, you can remember the time. It's, a, it's just Mamash a dream. They sat down. Everybody used to gather together, and they used to be a, a they used to be invited for the carbon pesach. You know the halach is by carbon pesach. If you're not invited, if you're not part of the mino, if you're not part of the group, you can't come. So the Jews are sitting there saying. Nowadays, we don't have a carbon Pesach, anybody can come. Now, it's not a, it's not really an invite. It's part of the Avelis. Can you imagine? We're not gonna end like this. You know, I, I don't, we're always gonna end positive, so don't, don't get nervous. But this is what the Masih Hashem says. There's no carbon Pesach, and they have to eat a Pesach. That's all we got? And people aren't gathering together. They're sitting alone. Avodim golam yaratzim hitchilu b'mekonim al tzion lekayim ashenemar imlo ale es yerushalayim v'yamos adas mezos berosh halachma. The first thing they say is halachma. He has to do b'klol nikras lechem. They mean halachma doesn't just mean the bread. It doesn't mean the matzah. It means the entire suda. It's not what it's supposed to be. This is not what it's supposed to be. And they start to mourn. Like we did in Eretz Yisrael, Avos Tosenu Zos Himamish Kesuda Shayosin Avosenu Kishayo Avadim Yisraelim. It was Mamish when they were slaves in Egypt. Egypt. So they started to mourn, and then <clears throat> the reason they're saying it in Aramaic is to highlight that this is 
this part, this is not really the Iker Haggadah. The Avelis that we begin with, the memories, the imaginations of what it was like in Israel, Al Naros Bavel, right? So that's not part of the Haggadah. So they say it in a different language. It's to cut it off to show that it's different than the Nusuch of the Haggadah, which begins in Lashon Kodesh. Kol Dichvin again is a way of saying, look, uh, Look, look where, look where we are. We can't, we have to, now anybody can come as opposed to when it was like when there was a carbon Pesach when you had to be part of a specific group. And then they give a prayer, but that's all in the future. What about right now, right now with Mama Shavadim? Okay. A little bit depressing to start the Haggadah that way, right? Listen to this. <coughs> What's he famous for? Hareani? comes off and he says, I'm like, I'm 70 years old. How old was he really? 18. 18. 18. He was 18 years old. 52 years is a difference. I'm really... I wasn't Zohar to say that... I wasn't Zohar to say this Mahalach that this is just from trying Balelos. <clears throat> Meaning, I'm so great, I'm so great, that you would think that I'd be... I would have said this. <laughs> I, would, I had to hear from Ben Zoma, but really, I, I, it's surprising that I didn't come up with this Mahalach myself. He's 18 years old. I mean... As yeah, great as he is, he's 18 years old. I understand, but still, he's 18 years old, so he has to say, it sounds like a shtickle of, a little guy for dick, right? That's what the, Maisei Hashem says, this is what all these farmers are asking, if you jump down to the bottom of He grew white hair. He wasn't really 70, he was only 18. He didn't know Drosh's Benzoma. Okay, so there's more to learn. Even when you're 18, even when you're the rugged shover, rugged shover kept learning until he passed away. So he didn't know everything when he was 18. Well, otherwise, what would he be learning for the next 60 years? That's what he's saying. I'm So the Masih Hashem explains. <coughs> He doesn't quote this, but I want to quote the Gemara in Tainus. Remember the story of Choni HaMagel? Remember Choni HaMagel? Choni HaMagel was the, right, was the, with the great Sadik. And it says as follows, amazing story. It's one of the wild stories. Amr of Yochanan. We're not going to go into every detail of this Agartha. We have to get back to this in the Agartha this year. Kol Yom Sadik, Mitzvah His whole life, he was always, he was bothered by the Pasuk. Shirham Malos Hashem, we have to give, we're going to give praise to Hakadosh Baruch Hu for when He brings us back to Tzion, because we were like dreamers during the time of Korban Bayis Rishon and Binyan Bayis Sheni. Right? Says we were like dreamers. We couldn't. We were dreaming. We were dreaming about the base of edition. Finally, seventy. How many years later was it? Seventy years later. Seventy years later, is the building of the base of Megdash. So, but, so the so, so the the Choni Hamagel says, Omar, mi ika denayim shivin shnin bechalma. Is it possible someone to sleep for seventy years in a dream? What does it mean? Hayinukah chalma. We were seventy years dreaming for seventy years. Yomachar of Ozav Urcha. So one day he was walking on the way. Chazila who gathered to have a nut to haruva, and he sees someone planting a carob tree. He tells him, Why are you planting the carob tree? He goes, Well, uh, it takes you know. Why shouldn't I plant the carob tree? Because you know, it takes seventy years to get the fruit. He says, so, maybe I'll be around in seven years. My, my father did it. My grandfather planted the tree. I'm going to plant trees too. So Chani Magas walking around, he can't believe it, and then he falls asleep. But how long does he fall asleep for? 70 years. It's a long sleep. Who else slept for 70 years? Yeah, so I wonder if you, who, who got it from whom? <laughs> we know the answer to that. <laughs> so the Masayah Hashem says, when Rebbe Lozabad says, says as follows, I do not understand how to run a Seder when I'm in Gullus. How do you run a Seder when you're in Gullus? 
Well, those are chiyishetei amir. It's not saying a gaiva. It's not saying something with gaiva. I'm like that chevra that went into Golos and they were unable to, they came up with a halach ma'anya. They were unable to develop a seder. Belaylos. What does belayla always represent? Belaylos Golos. I was not Zoha to be able to see the world in such a way that even when things are dark and there's no room for any, I can't see how we're going to get out of this problems and the Golos and the Avdos. Because I was not Zoha to, 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 to have a Seder without, without the morning, without the Avelos. I, I don't, I don't know, I didn't have that, I, I, I was, I was, you know, I was 70 years, 70 years old, not 70 years old, I was like that Hevra, I was like the people who went into Gullus for 70 years. I could only dream about how to do a Seder, but I didn't know how, if we could really have a Seder in Gullus. If you look at the battle of the Masih Hashem, you'll have it in front of you. The last line on the front, first page. It, I have a feeling, he says. I'm like those people during the 70 years of Gullus. Gullus. They were unable to talk about Mitzrayim. They, they, they didn't know how to do it. They, 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 they were much more Avadim. It wasn't just... You know, we, we, we remember... We were, they were Avadim. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see the Ben Chorin. I couldn't see the Shana Babi Yerushalayim. And it says, when they came back in Ezra to build the Pesach of Mesam Mikdosh, in Ezra it says, and they made a Pesach with Simcha Kisamcha Hashem. The implication was that for 70 years they weren't able to make Pesach Besimcha. They couldn't do Besimcha. They became hate of Lomar Rabbalazah. says correctly, he was, he was putting himself not down, he's putting, he was saying, he, he, he couldn't do it also. He was like them. He was unable to see the light through the darkness. It was too dark. I mean, he lived in that time. He lived in that time, you know, during Korban Bayis, right after Korban Bayis Shani. And he says, I'm like the guys after Korban Bayis Rishon. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to do it. He was unable to find a, a source that, that you can, that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim can, can be said Belelos. That we can, we can be Mekayim Mitzrayim even at night. Ashid Rasha Ben Zoma. Ashid Rasha Ben Zoma. Was Benzom? <laughs> Who went up to the paradise? Benazai. This is the Gemara Chagiga. Arbor Nichnasul the paradise. You have to hear this Gemara. Arbor Nichnasul the paradise. Arbor Nichnasul the paradise. There are four people who go up into the paradise. Where's the paradise? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's somewhere. You know, it's somewhere. <laughs> the Chida has a tshuva, but he wants to know if they had to say Berchas Gomel when they came down from the paradise. He wants to know. So he says, you think they went up? You think they went up, went on a carpet? They were in a state of meditation. But do you have to say, do you have to say, Berchas HaGomel, when you're in that level of, of attachment to, to the higher worlds? Maybe you have to say HaGomel. It's higher than you go on a plane. It might not be physically higher, but, you know, in that state. So the Gemara says, there's Ben Azai, Ben Zoma, Acher, Alisha ben Avui, and Rabbi Akiva. Ben Azai, whatever he saw, he saw something, he died. Hits it to mace. Acher, Kitis ben Etios. Kitis ben Etios is another way of saying he went off the derech and became an apikoris. We know the story with Acher, Alisha ben Avui. Rabbi Akiva, Nechnas b'shalom v'yotze b'shalom. He went in, one, he went in the same and he came out the same. What, what happened with Ben Azai? What is that with Ben Azai? Crazy. On the same daf, the next Amr Aleph says, Rabbi Shobh Hananya was asking certain questions. They wanted to know an answer to a certain deep question and, and they, they turned to Benzoma. Maybe Benzoma knows the answer. And he says a Lushan, Benzoma is still there. <laughs> Benzoma, after that experience, Benzoma <laughs> was, he saw the whole world in a different light at that point. It says Benzoma, I think the Lushan is... <clears throat> 
that says. <laughs> yeah, one second, one second. Okay, calm, calm. Yeah, yeah. Hold, uh, hold, hold. <clears throat> I want you to see this. You see where he was? He was, when Hashem was mavdil be'mayim l'mayim, he's in the middle. He's in the middle. He says, and I only see three etzbos there. Okay. Amalehen Rabbi Yehoshua, the Talmud, Yehoshua says to his Talmudim, Adayim ben Zoma be mi bachutz. What does that mean? He's still out there. <laughs> See, Ben Azai didn't make it back. And Rabbi Akiva, he was, he went in one way and he came out the same way. Nichnas b'sholom, v'yotza b'sholom. Acher came out, but he, 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 he left. And Mazom was really the only one that we know of that was, that went in, and he came out, but he was not the same. And the Gemara calls him, he's still bachutz. Bachutz means that even when you're in the middle of, whatever you're in the middle of, Right. Even when you're in the middle of the Lila and the Gullus and all the bad stuff, he's Bachutz. He's, he's there, but he's not there. He's physically there, but he's Bachutz. Rabbi Lezban Azariah comes along and says, it wasn't, it wasn't Gaiva. He says, I'm, I'm 70 years, I'm like, I'm 70 years old. But I was, I'm unable, I'm like the people in those 70 years after Bayes Rishon, between Bayes Rishon, Mashani and Gullus. They were, they, st- they, they, they started this paragraph. Halach Ma'anya, and they were, they just, they couldn't pull themselves out. So Rav Lozabin Azari says, Hareya Anike Ben Shemshan, I'm like those people, Velo Zalchisha, Tehame Simshan, Velelos, Ashadrosha, Tuls, you have to have someone like Ben Zomo, who can see us a different perspective, who can tell us that Lahaviyas Halelos. Kol Yimecha Yecha, Yimecha Yecha, Yimecha Yecha, The word Kol means, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you should be able to serve Hashem, and be able to be, uh, have a Sipur, he says, Rav Besimcha, Kol, even in all situations, in all, in all scenarios, even when there's Lila, even when there's Golas, that's what Kol represents, that's what Benzoma, and Melaz Benazariah learns from Benzoma how to experience this Yisrael Besimcha, even Balelos, even Begolos. That's what it means. That's how we start the Haggadah, and right away we start, we go to Lazarus Azariah to teach us that Benzoma teaches us that there's a way to celebrate the Siyas Mishraim, even Besim Chavalelos. That's one. Are you saying that Drusha is after he went to the Karnate? That's weird. Yeah. That's the suggestion. That's the suggestion. Is Rabbi Lazarus Ben Azariah known in the Gemara of Only Learning Shah? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I would find it hard to believe that that was all, you know, they all were. <laughs> they were all were everywhere, I think. Some were, we know that some were more focused on others, right? We're Bekiva Malachay So we have uh, certain strengths. Um, but I find it hard to believe that uh, that they were, you know, only focused on Nigla, but I have to do some more research on that. If you look at your page, this we mentioned uh, a few years ago. Tremendous piece from Simcha Bonami Pshisko. Is there just a quick question? Yeah. Anything tied into the word coal? Because you learned it from coal. Yeah. Something I remember last week about Hashem blessed Abram by coal. Yeah. yeah. Can we go somewhere that Probably. he learned it from this concept coal that there's a completeness? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. Kol, you know, Kol is gemash v'yanun. It always represents the, the mibachutz. Benzoma's mibachutz. That's like, you know, it's that which is above the natural way of looking things at this world. So, anytime you're in that madreg of nun, it means you have a, an absolutely full bird's eye view of, of everything. And therefore, you're not going to get caught up with the lila and the gullus. But what have a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a mibachutz, I think. So I think it definitely relates. <coughs> We mentioned, um, well, let's look at the Pasuk. Let's look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk in Parakyot is the first Pasuk in Parashas Bo. First Pasuk in Parashas Bo. Pasuk says as follows. Everybody see this on the second page, number one. Bo El Paro. Hashem says to Moshe, Come to Paro. All the Mepharshim ask, it should be Lechel Paro. 
Not Boel Paro. And the Sipur comes from here. Moshe and Aaron come to Paro and they say to him that the God of the Jews said, how long are you going to not uh, humble yourself before me? Send my people and let them serve me. Because if you refuse to send my people, then maybe machor arbe begvulech. Because if you refuse to send my nation tomorrow, I will bring tomorrow our Bebegvulach. I will bring locusts in your Gvul. I'll bring locusts in your boundaries, in your midst. Everybody see the problem? Let's read it again. Hashem says to Moshe, come to Paro, and because I'm hardening in his heart, in order that I could, can do my miracles in him, and then you should be able to tell your children that which I played around with Mitzrayim. That's the command from Hashem to Moshe. If you don't send them out, I'm going to bring Arba Begvulach. So Rav Simcha Bunim Mipshischa points out, if you look at Pasuk Aleph and Pasuk Beis, nowhere, nowhere does it say what Moshe and Aaron should tell Paro. How do we get from Hidalalti to Arba? How do we get from... from then Moshe goes along and says, I mean, where, where, where's it coming from? Where's it coming from? Hashem didn't, if you look at all the other makos, every one, anytime you have, sometimes you don't have it, but anytime you have Hashem telling Moshe what to tell Paro, how to warn Paro, it tells him what what he, what he should warn him, what he should tell him. Here it doesn't say. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It doesn't tell him what, what it is. So Rav Simcha Burim says a tremendous chiddush, a tremendous chiddush. He says as follows. You hear? Kasha. First the question is, Lama Lomar Lashon Lech El Paro. Why does it say Lech? It says Bo. Number two. Lama Lo Pirish Loham Makashal Arba. How come he doesn't tell him the Makashal Arba? So you should know that Rav Shimshon Ashkepala is brought down by the Chassam Sofer brings this down. Where he says, there actually is a remez to Arba in the Psokim. Remember the remez? There's a remez to, where's the remez? Bo el paro. We know that there are different letters that are interchangeable. There are lip letters that are interchangeable. Bez, vav, mem, fe are interchangeable letters. Those are their five places in the mouth, the lips, the throat, from where the letters come. The teeth. So if, the different letters that come from that part of the mouth, that are sound of that part of the mouth, can be interchangeable. So, Bayes is interchangeable with Pei, and Aleph is interchangeable with Ayin. So Hashem says to Moshe, Bo, Bo, exchange and put in the letters Bayes Aleph into the name Paro, take out the Pei and take out the Ayin, and you have Arbe. Let's look at look at it closely. Bo El Paro, Pei and Bays, Ayin and Aleph. So then you have Bays Reish Aleph Hayes Arbe. Bo El Paro, Kiani Shisi O So Sai Ela. I'm going to put these letters, Big Tier Bo, in him. Bo El Paro. So there's a hint to Arba in the Psokim. Something, right? Okay. Rav Simcha Burim says as follows. But why is there, I mean, there's a hint. Say it in the What's there, what's the hint? You give me a hint. 
say it. All the other makos are, mef- are behedia, are clear, explicit. So fine, you find me a hint, but that makes the question even stronger. Why is there, I mean, either say it or don't say it. But what's with the, what's with the hint? What does a hint mean? So we know that we have hints all over the place. We have hints. Matter of fact, Torah Shabal Peh is hinted to in the Torah, right? There's nothing in Torah Shabal Peh that's, that you can't find somewhere in the Torah. We know that. When the Vilna Gaon, the last year of his life, he was learning only Chumash. You think he was only learning like Chumash? Like a, like, you know, he figured, you know, I, I worked hard my whole life. Let me just go back to, you know, the basics. He was learning all of Torah Shabal Peth with the Chumash. It's all in the Torah Shabal Peth. Whether it's in a, in a Tag or in a, in a Kuda or it's in a, it's in a Kadma Vyazlo or, or, it's all in there. So Rav Simcha Bunim says as follows. Hashem says to Moshe, Listen carefully. Hashem says to Moshe, listen, I already did seven malchus myself. I want you to do this one yourself. Pick one. And Hashem gives Moshe the ability to choose his own maka. And it's a remez, the Imrayemis writes, that it's a remez to Torah Shabalpe. We know, we know, that every one of the makos, while it was, on the one hand, a, at the same time that it was a it was a destruction. It was a makkah for the Egyptians. At the same moment, it was a refuah for the Klal Yisra. That's what it says. At the end of time, Hashem's going to take off the the, the, the nartik from the chama, and the tzaddikim will be warmed by it, and the rishon will be judged by it. The same, the same makas choshech, which is which that same one brings light to one and brings darkness to the other. The same, the same you sold, but depending upon which side of the of the aisle you're on, that's that when, that, that determines whether it's going to be a makor or a fuah. Nagof lemitzrayim urafali yisro. So on the one hand, this is a terrible makor for mitzrayim, but at the, we're interested. We're interested. Not fine. They got punished. We're interested. What are we learning from the makor? So that Vefsel Chabonim writes, nearly lomar shemakas arba lo amar kadosh baruch Moshe. Rak Hashem Tziva Sheyivchar Moshe Ba'atzma is a Makas Makas Arba. My kids know this as like a given already. I'm so so excited about the Vart. So they, I said, how many Makas? They say, well, nine that Hashem gave and one that Moshe made up himself. Mm. <laughs> That's Makas Arba, the eighth Makas, the Makas that brings us Lamalam and Ateves Torah Shabalpe. He says, Rak Hashem Tziva Sheyivchar Moshe Ba'atzma. Yeah? Lech would have meant, I'm telling you what to do, go do it. Bo implies you're on your own. You come yourself to Paro. You come to Paro, and you pick the maka that you want. It's incredible. Step one. You have a Makas Arba. Hashem doesn't tell Moshe what it is. Why doesn't he tell Moshe? Because he doesn't want to tell Moshe. He wants Moshe to develop it himself. The same way Hashem gives us Torah Shabbat Chsav. That's very clear. And then Hashem says, listen, you have to develop Torah Shabbat Yisrael. I want the Chacham to develop Torah Shabbat The beginning of that starts with Makas Arba. In the beginning of Parashas Bo. Bo al It's a hint. Why do I need a hint? <laughs> what do you mean? It has to be a hint. There has to be a hint in Torah. There's no Torah Shabbat that stands on its own. Everything's hinted in Torah Shabbat. So there's a hint, Boal Paro. There's a hint, you're gonna find a hint. But it's not gonna be more than that. You have to extract Makas Arba from there. So it's Moshe developing the Torah Shabbat Peh, which is rooted in the Torah Shabbat. All you're gonna find, maybe sometimes there's a hint, maybe a little, a little extraction, a little, a little atbash, a gamachri, or something, a, a tag. <coughs> Boal Paro. That's Rav Simcha Bunim. The Imre Yemes writes again, Rav Simcha Bunim doesn't say this, but Imre Yemes writes, this is the Bechin of Torah Shabbat Peh. You hear how it's here? Our best begin of Torah Shabbat. Let's let's go a step further. Go a step further. So far, so good. So far, sayable, sayable. Makas Arba, the eighth Maka. Believe it or not, Hashem did not tell Moshe what to do. Moshe came up with it himself. 
That's a that's a type of it's like a it's a it's a hint. It's it's a setting the stage for for the future Torah Shabbat where the Chachamim themselves will develop it. The Chachamim themselves will come up with it on their own. It's going to have a we're going to be able to trace it back. We're going to be able to show it someone the Torah Shabbat It has to be, but it's going to be the Chacham coming up with it on themselves. That's Makas Arbe. The Torah Moshe. That's the Chassam Sofer. Step two. The Chassam Sofer writes that um, you have another place where you have two people. And uh, one is clearly playing the role of Torah Shabbat one is playing the role of Torah Shabbat In Akedas Yitzchak, so he says that Avram Avinu was the Bechina of Torah Shabbat Why? Well, who told him to do the Akedah? Hashem. Torah Shabbat Hashem tells him what to do. It's Torah Shabbat He doesn't have to hear it from some Rav or Rabbi or Masoro or Father, this is, he's getting it straight. That's Torah Shabbat says, Avram Avinu is the Bechina of the beginning, the source of Torah Shabbat Zav. Yitzchak goes to the Akedah, they walk together, Yelchu Shneim, right? Who does Yitzchak hear it from? Hears it from who? No, hears it from Avram Avinu. He hears it from his... Kachnos, Binachas, and Chitosh, Avdi, Vlach, Avdi, Avdi, Yes, Tim. He says, I understand, but I understand, but he hears about the trek from Avram Avinu. He says, that's Torah Shabalpa. The Torah Shabalpa writes, Avram Avinu is Torah Shabalpa. Yitzchak is the beginning, that's the beginning of Torah Shabalpa. Look at the Torah Moshe. And it's Yonushal Avram, Enam Ore Ella, Zuchus Torah Shabalpa. We call it Akedas Yitzchak. Why not call it Akedas Avraham? Akedas Avram, he heard it from Hashem. Okay, Shkoyach. Maybe you and I, if we would hear it from Hashem too, we would also do it. But Yitzchak, he's Tarsh Abalpeh. He didn't hear it from Akedas Baruch. He heard it from the, from, the, from the Father. Hashem tells him, That's always a question on Akedah. What's the, What was the big Nisayim? He heard about it, he heard it from Hashem straight. So, I mean, who, who, I and mean, we don't know what that means, but maybe we would all do the exact same thing if we heard it straight, Pelpeh. But we call it like Kedas Yitzchak. To believe the father, maybe the father lost it, right? To believe the Chachach me Misora, the Torah Shabbat Peh, Kikain Simelo Hashem, Hainu Misores Nevesh Al Torah Shabbat Peh, Mizeh Ochlem Yisrael Ba'olam Hazeh. Should say. It wasn't direct that he told him, was it? That's what the Rafe was talking about. Right, but he, the, the, the command to go with him is from Avram Avinu. Whatever, whatever he knew was from Avram Avinu. It wasn't from Akedah Shabbat. That's Tarsha Shabbat. also had to figure it out from the way that Avram okay. explained it. Okay, so that's, fine. So that's like also Tarsha right? So either he figured out himself or it was from Avram. Either way, they're both, it's both El Kim Yerolo Asel, Ola Benihi. So it's like, even better. It's, 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 it's between, it's between looking at the Torah Shabbat and coming it on your own. It's, it's Mamash Torah Shabbat That's why it was in this, it's in Nisayim by Yitzchak, by Avram Avinu. And that's why it's in Akedah by Yitzchak. What do you mean? The Nisayim yeah. was by Avram Avinu. Why? It wasn't his Akedah. Right, why? Well, why is it? It's by definition. Said, but we call it, right, we, said, we, we call you know, the, when we, when we refer to the whole event, we could refer, we could refer to it to the event of Nisoy and Avram, I don't know. But um, we do refer to it as one of the Nisoyan. Right, but I'm saying, when we drink from the Zchus on Rosh Hashanah and for, you know, for the history of the Jewish people, we're drawing from the Zchus of Akedas Yitzchak. Why? Because it was, right, so he says, because it's Torah that's the Indian of Torah and that's what he writes. He named Reish Havamina the Gadol Nisyonu Shal Yisro Mishal Avram. It's not blind faith in God, though. No, it's it's, it's, it's believing in the Chachmei Mesorah, and which we're we're going to call that Torah Shabbat. We're going to call that. You're telling me. So Rabbi Akiva comes along and he makes a Gzeira. So you tell me to listen to Rabbi Akiva. The answer is that's correct. That's that's what that's what it means to listen to the Chachmei Mesorah. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing it straight from God, but that's what Torah Shabbat is. So what are we saying? Arbe, Arbe, is the, is the what? Is the Mak of Torah right? And who is the Av of Torah Yitzchak. Let's do a quick mathematic. What is the Gematria of Yitzchak? 198. Almost. 190 uh, 208. 208. What's the gematria of Arbe? Take a wild uh, guess. Take a wild guess. 205. <laughs> no, 208. 208. Same as Hogar. <laughs> 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 yeah, we have we go back a long way on that. We go back a long way. 
Do you know that when the Torah tells Avram, I'm going to give you children, and they're going to be very many, what is he, what Lashon does he use? Look at the Pasuk, V'yadno brisi b'ni u'bencha, V'arbe oscha b'm od ma'od. It's referring to Yitzchak. Referring to Yitzchak. V'arbe oscha b'm od ma'od. Look at Yoshua Perich of Dalit. Let's read it together. Rabbi Yom Yoshua El Kol Ha'am, Kol Ha'am, Kol Ha'am, Kol Ha'am, Kol Yoshua v'osechem yom terech avi Avram v'avi nochav yavdu Elohim acherim v'akach es avichem es Avram me'ever hanohar v'olech oso b'chol eretz kenan v'arbe es zaro v'etein lo es Yitzchak. That's the Yisod. That's the Yisod. So Yitzchak. And Arbe and Torah Shabal Peh and this idea that 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 the, this Maka which brings us to a level that is beyond this world where we can, Hashem gave Torah Shabbat and we weren't involved so that okay the fact that we can somehow develop a Torah Shabal Peh and that become Torah is what it lifts us it's what connects us to the divine it's not just we're learning Hashem's Torah. We're developing Hashem's Torah. That's what Torah Shabbat is. It's incredible. That's the eighth Makkah. That's the Lamala Menateva Makkah. That's Makkah's Arba. That's Yitzchak. That's why it says Arba B'Gvulecha. Oh. Yeah, explain. Because Arba is Torah Shabbat. Yes. It's forever expanding, but B'Gvulecha is defined by Torah Shabbat. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. Exactly correct. That's exactly right. Oh, what just said? We just said the eighth one, because Tarsha Balpeh is what, what what gives us that ability to to personally take part in Hashem's Torah, which lifts us well, out into the Malam Atav. There's one one thing more. Yeah. Tarsha with Tarsha Balpeh is infinite. That's correct. And so is the number eight. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. But I'll tell you one more. Let's take one more. Everybody. So so far, so far we have. We have Arba, which Hashem didn't tell Moshe. Moshe develops it on his own. That's a bechina. That's a that's a type of it's 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 a it's a planting of a, of a type of Torah Shabalpeh. We said that Yitzchak the Samsover also says it's a bechina of Torah Shabalpeh, and that he goes to Akedas Yitzchak because he hears it not from Hashem himself. It's not Torah Shabalpeh. It's believing in the Father, the Navi, the Torah Shabalpeh. We said the Gematri of Arbe and Yitzchak is the same. And we mentioned, as Jay just said, that Arbe, it's Tarshav Alpeh, but it's, it, it still, it has to, it, it, can't, it has to stay in the box. It has to, it has to always relate, be able to relate back to Tarshav Alpeh. That's what we're up to. So, uh, Dr. Tzvi. So, uh, when Hashem told Moshe to pick a Maka, you're saying Moshe, Intuited Arbe by, by catching that first pasuk as bow into power. That's what I'm saying. That's that correct. That was the remez he found in the Torah. Exactly. But there's another reason. There's another reason. First of all, we're trying, we're connecting the Tarsha Bechsav and the Tarsha Alpeh and Arbe. I don't think there's another Maka. No, we have one. Do we have a Chumash? Um, Shmos. Sorry. I'm not sure if there's another Maka. you see all the locusts that have been coming in? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's incredible. Is that in? Yeah, they're ridiculous. They're unbelievable. It's, uh, what, what's the word? It's, uh, Inyana de Yoma. <laughs> Let's, look, look at this. Parsha's bow. Let's read some of the Psukim in Parsha's bow. You have to hear this. You don't find, you don't find, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm almost positive that you don't find in the Torah, when the Makos are being listed, that it says that the fourth Makos is coming to be Mashlim the second, the third Makos. You know, Orov is coming to finish off the job that, that Kenim didn't do? I don't think so. We don't find that, that Dever is, is, is finishing off the job. You know, Shechin, Barad, that's an amazing thing. Barad, right? Barad, the, the, the Torah at the end of Parshish Vera says, Barad didn't Destroy all the crops. 
Right? There were some crops, you know, the, 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 the softer, the, the more flexible crops were not destroyed. The harder ones were destroyed. And then what the ones that were, the Aphilos Haina, they were, uh, they were able to withstand. Comes Makas Arbe, right? And what does it say? It says, By the way, I'm going to show you a few things now. It's amazing. Makas Arbe. So Moshe comes along and he says, Look what Moshe says. Hashem said, Hashem said, I'm going to bring Arba. Hashem never said it. How can you say that Hashem, how can you say that what, what you and, we learn a, a piece of Gemara and we come up with a Pshat and it tells us, we can say that that's, that's not what we're saying. That's what Hashem said. So you're telling me that, that we're telling you what, that, that's what Torah Shabbat is. It's an amazing thing. So Moshe says, Hashem says, you say it. Moshe says, and he says, no, I'm not just saying it. It's not me. Uh, what I'm saying, Hashem gives us that kayach. I'm saying that Hashem said it. And what's the Arab going to do? The chisa ain't haaretz. V'lo yichal eros es haaretz v'yachal es yeser ha-pleita ha-nin she'eres lochem in ha-barad. It's being mash, it's being mashlim, you know, it's being mashlim. It's being mashlim the Torah Shebechsav. V'achal es kola es melchem ha-nasodeh. I'll tell you something else about Arba. It's an, it's an, it is an incredible thing. It's finishing off seven and it's starting nine. <clears throat> you don't find it anyway. Torah Shabbat has the link, is the tzion of everything. It finishes off seven. What does it do? And it's also starting Choshech. Arba starts Choshech. Where does it start Choshech? But it's more than that. What else does it say? Do you see the passage I'm looking for? First it says, Lo yichal rots. Right? No, no. Vayichas is in kol rots. Vatechshach rots. Vatechshach rots. This is an arbe. Wait till choshech to mechazer rots. No, because Torah Shabbat is the link between the hashlom of Torah Shabbat and choshech, which represents. Rav Moshe Shapiro talks about this in in, in the Sefer Mimamakim from the students, right? From from the Shirim. The Makas choshech, of course, represents that time. When there's, it's the light that Hakadosh Baruch Hu set aside for the tzaddikim loss of lava, and when the rishayim are in contact with that light, it, it's called darkness, but it's it's a blinding light that, that makes them blind and they can't see. So the Tarshalapa is the link between the hashlama and the future. That's what Arba does, but it's more than that. It's more than that, Tarshalapeh, right? What what can we say about Tarshalapeh? What, what's the what's the line that is that is that is uh, the most famous line of a Tarshavalpeh? It all comes from one shepherd, right? But Elu, ve Elu. You can have fifty different positions, fifty different mahalchim, and they're all one. Arbe, how do you say many Arbe? Arbe, Arbe, Arbe. How do you say one Arbe? Arba. Matter of fact, the, the Torah itself says it. Lo, vayafoch Hashem as ruach yam chazak ma'od, vayis as rabbi tomosav, lo nishar arbe, echavachol gvom mitzrayim. So this is Tarsha Valpeh. This is, I mean, it's all here. It's all the ingredients are here. On the one hand, there'll be so much arbe, there'll be so much locusts, you won't be able to count them. Chisos ain't aretz, millions, billions of arbe. And at the same time, the same exact lashon is used. Lonisha arba echot. It's that's tarsha balpeh. It's that you and I can come up with. You could say aser, and I could say mutter, and he can say chayiv, and he can say potter, and uh, you know, and Rabbi Lazar ben, you know, Rabbi Lazar ben Horkinus can say tahar, and the Chama can say tamei, and we could say elavelder olkim chayim. It's akol nitna miro echot. That's the yisod of makas arba. Sod of makas arba. The yisod of Torah of Torah shabalpeh. Yisod of Torah shabalpeh. It's also interesting. Again, it's all the same yisod. It's the same yisod. Where, if you look, I don't think you have it in front of you. But Hashem, um, Hashem, Hashem says to Moshe, "Tell Paro something. You have to figure it out yourself, Moshe." Bo al Paro, you, you, you know, you. If I, if, listen, if I got it from the Chamsov or got it from Shemesh Polar, Moshe Rabbeinu can get it. You know, just can pull it out, right? Not a big deal. So he pulls it out. Moshe says to Paro, Moshe, 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 Moshe,
Hashem said that if you refuse to send out my nation, I will bring Arab Gulecha. Look at Pasuk Yud Beis. Listen to the line. Vayomer Hashem al Moshe. Hashem says to Moshe, Do it. I mean, you see what happened? That's Torah Shalapet. Hashem says to Klal Yisrael, learn, develop my Torah. We go develop the Torah, and we say, this is what Hashem is saying. Hashem comes afterwards and He says, that's what I said. That's You got it. You hit it on the button. Why does He pick Arbe? He picks that, He picks that, um, Maka, which, while at the same time there are so many, there are also only one. So it's Dafka Arbe. And also it's that, Gematri of Yitzchak, the Torah Shalopet, this entire year so fits into Makas Arba, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. What? It relates to Shema. Yeah. Because you have Shema where you say God is one, but God is also <laughs> everything. Right. That's right. That's right. Each one of us. That's right. He has many names. Yeah. He has many names. We mentioned in the Tanya Shea once that there was a certain Makobol I heard this on a shear from him, who was um, sitting on a plane next to a nun. <laughs> so um, the nun says to him, um, you know, after they said hello, whatever it was, and he says to him, an American guy, American, American rub, and he says, um, she says, do you believe that, you know, do you believe that one God wrote the Torah, or do you believe that many gods wrote the Torah? So he said, why would you, I believe one God wrote the Torah, why would you think that many gods wrote the Torah? So he says, well, you know, Vayomer Lakim, Vayomer Yudke Vavke, Vayomer Shaka, you know, like you have a lot of different names. So, a lot of different names means probably a lot of different Koychos, uh, a lot of different gods. So he said on the spot, he said, well, you know, can I ask you a question? Like, what's your name? So she said, my name is uh, Ruth. And he goes, and what do your children call you? Well, she doesn't have children, right? So what do your friends call you? They call me Ruth. And what are the people at the convent called? They call me, you know, sister. And what does your father call you? They like, call me, you know, beautiful, honey. She goes, so you also have many names. Are you many people or are you one person? Depending upon how you relate, there's going to be different names. So I'm dad, I'm Rebbe, I'm rabbi, I'm Dovi, I'm David. I'm Yona David. Depends. Are they calling me up to the Torah? Am I writing? Am I writing a letter to the government? Am I filling out my tax return? Am I, you know, my Talmidim, my my father. I mean, you know, there's some other names that I'm not going to mention. That call me. <laughs> okay, that's number two. I, everybody have that? We can always, yeah, we have it. Okay, that's good. That's good. Good, 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 good. Let's see. Along the same lines. I think we have it down on the piece here. Oh, you don't have it. Okay. The Shemish Shmuel says this. It's not on the page, but the Shemish Shmuel says as follows. Again, I'm saying it because along, along the same... It's a different different, different to our Torah, but it's, we'll see how it relates. It says in Parshas... Um, B'Shalach, when the Jews are by the Yamsuf. So it says that the cloud, which is usually in front of them, went behind them. And it stood between Klal Yisrael and the Mitzrayim. Remember that, remember that Pasuk? Hashem Holech Lefnehem Yomam, Bamud Anon, so, from the time that they left Mitzrayim, the Amud Anan was always in front of them. And then comes to, comes to, um, Kriyas Yamsuf, right before Kriyas Yamsuf. And it says that the Amud Anan went behind them. I want to find that Pasuk. Vayavo, Vayisa Malachalokim, the Mepharshim say that refers to the Amud Hanan. Went behind them. So Moshe Rabbeinu was there. Moshe Rabbeinu says, "We're going into the sea, right?" And the Amur Anan, which is Akadosh Baruch Hu in a sense, that's Akadosh Baruch Hu's messenger to to guide the Jews. In a sense, is telling them, "Don't go into the sea. Go towards the Mitzrayim. I mean, we follow. We follow the Anan. Where, where, where the Anan goes, that's where we go." 
So here we go. Who do you listen to? Do you listen to the Amud Anan that tells me to go Meacharehem? Or do you go and follow the Lushan is, do you follow Ben Amram who tells me to go the them into the sea? I don't know. What's, what's worse? Fighting against the enemy, you know, pick up a stick and, you know, and fight. Fight the, the Rechev. Or, you know, drown in the ocean. I mean, what, what, it's not exactly clear what to, who to listen to. So, so the Hashem Mishmol says, this is a, 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 an example of when, when it says that the Yesh Kolach Biyad Chacham Lakor Dovah Minator. You hear that? Sometimes Chazal can even take something that's in the Torah and say, we're not going to do this now. And we have to listen to Chazal when they say that. For example, sometimes Chazal will say, you are not going to shake Lulav on Sukkot this year. Not shaking Lulav on Sukkot. Torah says shake Lulav on Sukkot. Why would you not shake Lulav on Sukkot? Because it's Shabbos. And you are not going to blow Shofar on Rosh Hashanah this year. But, but it's Yeshkach B'yachav Nakhodov Menat Torah. So that's what the Shemesh Mol says. Again, this is the same idea. That's his Torah. We're gonna, if the Torah of Echsav says this, and the Torah of Apes says that, we listen to Torah of Apes being Mash and Torah of Echsav, we listen to the Torah of Apes, not the Torah of Echsav. He says, Ain Lanu Ella, Divrei Ben Amram, and we're not gonna listen to the cloud, we're gonna listen to, we're gonna listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, and with that, they go in and they're saved through Kriyas Yamasukia. That's what we learned a couple of weeks ago, the Machlokas between Rabbi Yeshu and Rabbi Lazar with Baskal. Yeah. yeah. Rabbi Yeshua says we don't listen That's to right. Muslims. That's exactly right. Right, right, right. Exactly. 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 Right. And Rabbi says, Halacha Kedivri Hayochid. Hayochid means, right. he's the Yochid. Halacha Kedivri Hayochid. He has a harder time but mm-hmm. going against the Baskal. Yeah. yeah. The Jews in Mitzrayim were very far from where they need to be. Very far from where they need to be. Right, the Rambam writes that when the Rambam writes that when when Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hakadosh Baruch Hu in in, in Shmos, I think it's Paragimel, they're going to ask me, "Who are you?" That's taking them out. Mashmo. They're going to ask me, "What's the name of this God that's taking us out?" Ma Omar Alehim. What should I tell them? So the Ramban writes. Ramban writes a fancy pshat. It almost sounds like a like a chesedish pshat. He says. What they're going to ask you is which midah of Hakadosh Baruch Hu are you going to use in order to take them out? Is it going to be a Yudke Vavke type of Yitzia? Is it going to be a, a Shindalad Yud type of Yitzia? Is it going to be an Elokim type of Yitzia? Is this going to be Dom B'derach Teva, B'derach Neis, B'derach Neis Nigla? How are we going to do this? That's what the Ramban says. The Rav of Amor Nebuchim writes, they did not believe in the Rabban Shalom. <laughs> they, they, they had lost all contact. They were on the 49th. When you're on the 49th level of Toma, you're not asking about Elokus and, 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 and Yudke Vavke and Shakai. That's not what you're holding. You're holding in the, in the Tumas Mitzrayim, right? So, so, so the Ramban, the Ram says, they, they were, they, 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 they partially, the, what, what, God? Tell, tell me about this though. You know, tell me about God. So it's clear, it's clear that through the Makos, as we mentioned before, they were, on the one hand, um, Makos, for Mitzrayim, but it was also a, it was also like a, a relearning of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's hand in the world. And there was a, a tremendous kilkel that took place in Mitzrayim. We went to a very low level, and through the makos, it's kedai to try to, to try to match them up, to try to link them, and each one of the makos is there to try to rebuild one of the mamoros. And it's probably fair to say that, well, there's different ways of doing it, but Makos Pech, we might go backwards, Makos Pechoros, because think about it. If it starts with Bracious Bara, we work all the way our way down to the 10th Makos, so then as we're going through the, uh, through the 10 Mamoros, so the Makos is going to start peeling off the layer of the 10th Mimer, and then the 9th Mimer, and then we're going to work our way back. Okay? <clears throat> so the Kinim is, the, is when Hashem says that the Bishratzim, right? You can imagine how it's going to work. How it's going to work. So, so, and Bechoros, of course, is going to be Bresh Barlok here. Right. So they're very low level. We have to retrain the Jewish people, and that's what's happening. They're re, we're, re, we're being retrained that Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. So by the time we leave Egypt, we know that Hashem runs the world. We 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 we, we, we rewound the whole you know, the whole ten Mamoros. So what else is there to learn? Why do we have to? Why do we have to have Kriyas Yamsa? Uh, old question. 
means every generation, every year, there's a new way of understanding Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So we have to f- try to figure out something new this year, something new that we haven't heard, we haven't seen, not even in a safer, something we have to develop, right? So let's, this is not, the, this is not that, this I saw in a safer many years ago, but let's see what we can do with it. So listen, so, what do you need, what, what, what takes place at Yamsuf that didn't take place in the Makos of Mitzrayim? You have a question. Yeah, is there anything different? Yes. Yeah? The, um, uh, the participation. Oh. Okay. Of one person. Only. Right. Okay. Uh, there's a saver called Divrei Yosef, Yosef Chaba. Let's see. We actually have it in, in the shul that says as follows. Along the lines of what Jason is saying. <clears throat> I'm, I leave Egypt. We're there. We're going we're, we're in Egypt. We're going to be in Egypt in about uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Right? So when we leave Egypt, we know Hashem runs the world. Absolutely. We saw the miracles and we saw that we were saved. And Hashem runs the world and he, and he, and he, and he chooses the Jewish people. He, he, he gives makos to Mitzrayim and he, uh, and he, and he does, uh, you know, and he saves the Jewish people. But every one of those makos that takes place in Mitzrayim, every one of them takes place on the Mitzrayim, not the B'nai Yisrael. Every one of the makos happens on the Mitzrayim, not the Klal Yisrael. Dam. They get the blood, not me. Tzfardeya, they get the frogs, not me. Kenim, they get the kenim, not B'nai Yisrael. Orov, it goes by them, not by the Hifla. Dever, Shechin, Borod, Arbe, Choshech, and Makas Bechoros all happens on the Mitzrayim. Now, Baruch Hashem, and we don't want that. We don't want that. Okay, okay, but the ones who, the ones who come out, uh, the ones who come out uh, have all of Bnei Yisrael haya arba moshva sam. Right, it says very clear they had light. Bnei Yisrael haya arba moshva sam. By Marcus Bakaris, they still had to put the thing on the lintel. Fine, but, but the, they had to do something. But the, 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 the maka happens on the Mitzrayim. The way to say it in, in a certain language is as follows: Every maka that happened in Mitzrayim was the malamanat teva. That's for sure, right? But the malamanat teva was on the Mitzrayim, and it was for the Jewish people. You hear it? It was for us, but not on us. <coughs> so we leave Mitzrayim, and this is what we say. Hashem runs the world. And Hashem destroys our enemies. And I could, I could see the, I could see Hashem's hand, but I haven't felt it myself. I want to, I want to feel it myself. I want to feel what it, I want to feel what it is to have a Lamalamanateva in my life. I don't want to just see it for, listen, I don't want that, I don't want the Makas Bakaros Balamanateva, but I don't know what it feels like to be lifted up in Hashem's lap, in Hashem's hands, Lamalamanateva. So I believe, we started, I didn't believe anything. A year later, you know, we're going to write books, we're going to write Svarim on belief in Hashem, Hashgacha, the Ramban and Parshas Bo, Nisim Nistorim, Nisim Gluyim, the whole thing. But I still don't feel like Hashem is going to do a miracle on me. You know, it's like when you, you know, when, when something, something happens, you say, okay, Gamzulatova. I don't want Gamzulatova. I want Tova. I want Tova. I want to feel the Tova now. I don't want to Gamzulatova in the future. Gamzul, every, the whole life. You can't live your whole life Gamzulatova. You have to have some Tova. Otherwise, you know, uh, where, where's the, so it comes to Kriya Siyamsov and the exact opposite happens. Who's left Beteva? The Mitzrayim. And the Jews are left to the Malamanatav. In Mitzrayim, we are left B'teva. Klal Yisrael is in the natural world, nothing, nothing. And the Malamanatav, the miracle happens on the Mitzrayim. Comes to Kriyas Yamsuf. Oh, it's a whole different ball game. Who walks through Vayasana Sayyam Lacharava? That's Jewish people. We, now it's not Gamzulatova. This is Tov, this is, this is it. We experienced firsthand what it is to be in Hashem's world of Lamalam and Teva. And the Mitzrayim are left in a state of Teva. That's the, that's what's added by Kriya Sam. It's not just another miracle. That's why throughout the Haggadah you have it. 10, 50, 40, 200, 50, 250. It's not just a numbers game, and it's a numbers game too. It's not just a numbers game. It's also interesting. Think about it for a second. Can you, everybody here name the 10 Makos? 
backwards, forwards, upside down, right? Can anybody here name five? Ten, where? What were, the, what were the miracles that happened at Yamsuf? I don't know. It doesn't say. I guess you know you could pull out a piece of cake from the from the side. You could see through. There's a few. You know, there was water fountains. You know, it must have. It was something. But it doesn't say it. Why doesn't it say it? Because when it's personal like that, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know, when it's when it's when it's us and Hashem on that level, you don't talk about every day. That's that's sneers here. You, you, that's private. You want to find out what the miracles were? Look in the mechilta. They every they go through all the they tell you all the miracles. Huh? Huh? <coughs> right, so you know the one, you know the main miracle. But where's the fifty? The Rabbi who says it? Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva was it? Is Rabbi Akiva says two fifty? Because like Lydia says two fifty. I forgot who said two fifty. Where's the two two hundred and fifty? Yeah, that, that's you don't have to, you know you don't have to. Yeah. That's private. That's between the kala and the chassan. That's what happens at Grace Yams. Okay. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.